It Hurts, The Life of a Jamaican Autistic Child, Part 1. So, you're going to just put me away now, huh? That hurts. People say that I am special and yet it hurts to be labeled, to be laughed at, used or abused. When my brain does not work like everyone, sometimes I'm so confused. I don't want to be weird. I want to fit in. But it is hard to find friends when people think I am strange and I find it hard to pretend. It is like I am trapped in my own mind. I am in a maze trying to get out. I run left and right but can't find my way to get to the light as there are many roadblocks and gates. Like a runaway train, up and down goes my emotions from zero to 100 at the drop of a hat. I can be quite explosive, filled with wrath, or I can be the most loving and gentle soul filled with love, hugs, and kisses, never wanting to leave the company of who I call friend. Attached, loyal to the point where the few friends may just stick around because of what they want from me, which is to benefit from my gift as I am special. To be called special should be a good thing. It actually is for some, as we are a part of the world's most brilliant minds, though many think we are dumb, selfish, or even neurotic. We are actors, artists, engineers, inventors, scientists. We think outside the box, and quite possibly one of us invented the rocket ship. Yes, it hurts. As we are scorned, labels, misunderstood, abused, misdiagnosed, undiagnosed, ill-provided for, and used. In Jamaica, we're hardly cared for by the system as there is limited support. The relevant services are ill-prepared, underfunded, cannot accommodate me, or ensure my safety at all because I am special. I don't know what will happen to me when I grow up. How will I adjust? In this scary world that does not understand or adequately supports me. I am so special that my dad spent approximately 30 years in service for the queen, defending a nation that could not provide his son with any medical insurance or therapeutic support help because my father did not marry my mother. The only plausible explanation is that it is not my father's employer's responsibility to co-assist with the needs of the child of the unmarried serviceman. Although his name is on my birth certificate and he accepts that I am his child, yet no benefits as if I am some bastard, incapable and undeserving of care. It hurts. My mother argued, this is nonsense. As a teacher, I had to put the serviceman on my health card. Any spouse or child of a civil servant can be on a health family plan. All you have to do is co-pay so a blended family can benefit. But not with this nation called Jamaica, with a government organization entertaining poor workplace policy in modern days. It hurts. 
with surmounting medical bills for services which must be paid. The government helps with medicine purchased at the pharmacy, but cannot help to offset my special hospital stays. Therapy is expensive. The poor cannot afford it. I am booked once, or if I'm fortunate, twice per month for therapy, or more if I have had a crisis situation. With autism, both child and caregiver is impacted. So traumatized, abused, and stressed, my mother trod on, fighting to get my problem solved, which is often misunderstood. She tries to understand what is going on with me, the kind of help I need, and even if I can be healed. She took me for prayer one day, and a Christian said she needed to repent for a sin she knew not of, as if my diagnosis was because of her negligence or something she was unaware of. A relative said, it is my mother's fault that I am autistic, like it is some kind of disease caught on through unprotected sex, a call for even a sneeze. My mom is often burned out, sometimes terrified and is experiencing signs of grief as she tries to learn how to treat with this new diagnosis that she received when I was 14, almost 15. Before that, I was considered normal as my autism is not a physical disability that is seen. She now has post-traumatic stress and is sometimes afraid of me. That hurts. My world has changed drastically since I became a teen. I was once seen as a well-behaved child, conscientious, a diligent person with a brilliant mind. Although I still get A's in school, and sometimes I cannot rely on my own memory, as I have forgotten some of the things I learned as a child in school and at home, and that is just not cool. My social skills are now poor, and my behavior is a mess. I find it hard to make friends. I am plain. I speak my mind without covering up, as I really do not pretend. My truth can be seen as offensive and arrogant. I am quite assertive and yet clumsy which can impact my self-confidence and people's opinion of me. The meds side effect sometimes make matters worse and there is much uncertainty. Many do not understand that it hurts to be misunderstood as I have a different mind. I may not be seen as rational or normal with my thoughts and you may think I have an unsound mind. To not be able to understand another's emotions or even worse, for people to have high expectations of me when their reality is different from mine is a stressful situation and is quite unkind. It hurts. Being endured during COVID-19 severely changed my life. Staying at home during that time had a huge impact on my mind. I had a pseudo-seizure. It seemed as though my brain got fried. I vibrated like something short-circuited in my head. My eyes rolled over. I shook like I was being shocked by a zapper. I knew something was happening to me. I couldn't talk. 
I only twitched as my mom screamed and held me as she did not know what was wrong. She took me to the hospital, but there was really no help as it wasn't a real seizure. A private doctor ordered a CT scan and nothing was seen wrong. My blood work was fine, yet something was off and I thought maybe it would be better if I died. As I often got angry, my ears would ring. Then it felt like something was moving in my head. I got depressed as I had no friends and who I met were really mean. They saw me as strange as I was a bit nerdy and awkward, not seen as the normal teen. That hurt. It hurt me really bad as I wanted friends to love and to be loved. Instead, I experienced being bullied at school when I was in first form, the seventh grade, where you should be integrating with a variety of children and where new friends are often made. I'm a good person, you know, who deserves a normal life. I used to have one. I was on the quiz team at my primary school. I was a diligent, disciplined leader, a monitor and prefect. I was helpful and was not angry or hurt. I loved drama and to perform. I was confident to speak when required in public and like zap at the drop of a hat, things changed. I became like a character trapped in an online game. <sighs> my behavior changed. It was often hard to control and my actions was like a nightmare to my own household and extended family who loves me. It hurt me as I was scared. I didn't know what to do. Sometimes I'm happy, then I'm sad, and then I get confused. It hurts those I loved as they thought my actions were just because I was being plain rude. I developed a strange tick or Sometimes I would rock, and if I got upset enough, I would bang my head on a wall and imagine I was hitting it against a rock. This scared my mom half to death. She begged, she cried, she pled. She did not want the child she loved to eventually end up dead. It hurts to see that my actions hurt my mom and that personal and professional support for her is limited or costly. It makes her often so very frustrated. Sometimes she's even afraid of me as she does not know what to do or how to help to calm me. If things get out of control, although they really cannot help, she calls the police just to get some peace or sleep to get support as there is no one to help. There is no place of safety or training or residential help for special, high-functioning teens like me, and I cannot be placed with low-level ones as it would just not be safe. Before my diagnosis, she confirmed many symptoms which she gave to the doctors, who took many months to realize what was wrong. They finally said, you have ASD, you are on the autism spectrum. What does that mean? Is it Asperger? ADD, ADHD, OCD, anxiety? Is it depression, ODD, or am I gifted? Tourette's, coordination issues, learning difficulties, auditory or sensory issues, 
What on earth is ASD? It was hard for her to work, even from home, as I became disruptive at times. I needed a lot of attention and even more so time. I acted like a little child trapped in a man's body whose actions confused her mind as I was unpredictable. She became overwhelmed and burnt out. I was also often anxious, not wanting her to be out of my sight. She could hardly get any time for herself, even privacy and time out. It is not an easy road. It is costly to raise a child with autism, more so a growing teen. Although most people would not know as I am high functioning, so I look and can act like any normal growing child. Not a person with special needs. Hmm. I eat a lot. My mom no longer works. Our lifestyle drastically changed, but thank God for Jesus who has been taking care of our basic needs as this new situation really hurts and I can be quite inflexible, a part of the ASD. I get rigid and make my demands. I like to be right. I have my own ideas. I make it angry if frustrated and even start a fight. I may hurt someone if I get in a rage, even the ones I love, although I don't want to be punished or get locked up in a cage, as that will make me get overly anxious and the cops won't understand that I am special. Too many of us get diagnosed as adults when it is late, when we get a record drop out of school or gets abandoned because of hate. I can be a picky eater, and I'm particular about the clothes I wear. I may stay on the sun at the beach, or I may not like to have the sheer cut my hair. I can be hyperactive, and it gets hard to focus my attention as it seems tedious, a bit too much, and it impacts my patient just as I hate the long wait for the bus. My mother is sad and disappointed with her childcare services and system. As in 2003, before I was born, she worked for a while in the juvenile justice system abroad and cared for many children like me on the autism spectrum. The U.S. government trained the staff in safe behavior management practices, had programs and safe spaces. They had treatment plans and addressed our issues and provided us with social educational programs so we could fully integrate into the society and not become criminals when we become adults. These programs are important as there are many children and adults undiagnosed and misdiagnosed. I would have been too had it not been for other misfortunes that impacted my life. It also cost thousands of dollars to get a diagnostic report when it is needed for verification processes. And this is not a joke, but a requirement. A lot of help is needed for parents and autistic individuals. I know. And then there are predators who try to approach people like me because they have assessed our weaknesses, the naivety and ease in which we trust folks just because we are in need of friends. 
we must be careful at school, church, home, online, and also at the bus stop, as it is hard to know who is a genuine friend from who is not. And that hurts. It hurts because we need love. We want to be loved. It helps us to grow and heal. But our desire for love and acceptance can be undermined by predators who have their own sadistic needs. It hurts. It could have been you. Autism is not specific to a gender. It, I may be male or female. Sex does not matter. It is a neurological disorder on a spectrum. It is like a range and it affects the brain. We're just wired differently. It can happen to anyone. Thank God it did not happen to you. As although I have a brilliant mind and I am special, I am not considered as special as you. This is the end of part one of It Hurts, Life with Autism. The story of a Jamaican autistic child. Stay tuned for part two. You can find this episode on the jamaicandragonslayer.wordpress.com.